Christian. Welcome, friends, to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. We're up to the letter T in our weekly A to Z of the 80s. Very excited about this bit now because uh, Jack is a child of the 90s, not around in the great decade like me and Patsy and a lot of you guys, the 80s. And so when we're doing this, I give him a movie, a classic 80s movie, to do with that letter. This week, the letter T, Teen Wolf. Let's get into Michael J. Fox from the 80s, classic 80s movie, Teen Wolf. What did you think watching it with different eyes now? We, Bianca and I both watched it, and despite some obvious weaknesses throughout the movie, we actually really enjoyed Teen Wolf. Yeah, some of it stands up really well. Other bits don't. Obviously, it's a dated movie. But overall, where what do you it, think? Where it deviated from all the other 80s films I've been watching, which have one thing in common, completely slow, yeah. Teen Wolf was well-paced. He starts turning into the wolf straight away. Yeah, you and come for the that. Teen Wolf, they gave you the Teen Wolf. That's most, what you're there for. Most 80s movies would spend half an hour setting up, oh, he's just a normal high school kid playing basketball, then he starts turning into a wolf. Love that he started turning into a wolf straight away. And then it kind of surprised me because I thought it was going to be an elephant man situation where the whole school <laughs> teased him and he was an outcast. They loved the wolf. No, they went totally behind it. So much so, do you remember the first basketball game where, imagine if you're, you're watching a kid playing a basketball game and one of the kids, a child, turns in to a flipping wolf. You're going to go, what? Doctor, is there a doctor? He's turning into a wolf. They just look at him. The, the referee just goes... Okay, let's play ball. Wait, you, you, you're going to get him a nurse or something. An ambulance at, elite, at the bare minimum. Stop yes. the game and find out what's going on. He, one of the lads has turned into a wolf. There's no kind of he's different to us. The big moment that got the big gasp in the cinema, which no, no one saw coming, was when you realised his old man is also part human, part wolf. Right? That shocked me. This bit. An explanation is probably long overdue. Before I go any further, right, you need to listen to two different things here, right? Imagine, I can only imagine it now when I watched it again yesterday as a dad, if one of my kids came to me and they'd realise that I was a wolf as well. You know, that you, there'd be a lot of drama there, the shame that I passed it on. <laughs> Listen to his old man, it's literally like it's not a big deal yeah. that his son has just realised he's actually a wolf and wait, you're also a dad wolf. And listen to his old man, he's so humdrum. An explanation is probably long overdue. <laughs> An explanation! Jesus Christ, Dad! Well, Mickey J. Fox, look at me, look at you. It's not as bad as it looks. Wait, 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 people. I mean, you knew about this. You knew about this, and you didn't tell me. I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Was this a rehearsal? Sometimes for the scene for his dad. I was hoping it would pass you by. Well, Daddy, it didn't pass me by. It landed on my face. What the hell am I gonna do? The next day, right, his dad, you think he'd go, hey, you know, this is a lot for you. We're going to lie up with some counsellors. You know, yeah. Don't just, go to school today. Yeah. We've oh. got to discuss this. People, Obviously, it's a big people thing. People will judge you, son. That's people the way of the notice. world, right? He just gives him a steaming hot mug of cocoa. <laughs> That's it. And says, you, you seemed a bit upset yeah. last night. Yes. <laughs> you took it hard about the fact you found out I'm a werewolf and you're now going to live a life as a half-boy, half-wolf. I loved... Uh, his best friend is a guy called Styles, 
who yeah, how old was that actor right because obviously right michael j fox all right you're a high school kid his mate styles could have played michael j fox's dad seriously who's a flipping proper man playing his high school buddy styles great character didn't you want a friend yes like that? i still want a mate like styles who is the party master yeah. and the parties that they made that the, they had in the 80s looked incredible and were like no 80s party i went to as a teenager or any of us there were always some heightened state like a utopia weren't there of like it's all about kegs of beer and the other thing that is amazing and got a big reaction at the time the scene where michael j fox right loses his boyhood and enters manhood yeah right (laughs) beasthood really because he's becomes easy what we say (laughs) this was the most concerning part of the film (laughs) same so watching it back you're like okay so she's kind of excited that he's He's now full wolf, and they're about to do it. Yeah, and she doesn't want to do it with Scott, the human. No, she wants to do she's it with into, the beast. I guess it's a thing now, isn't it? She's into wolf fun, all right? Uh, you are an animal. He howls. He's lost his cherry. He's holy. Well, on a brighter note, you're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. This week, it's about this. There is an amazing story that happened about someone breaking in quite easily to Buckingham Palace and ended up not just breaking in, which would be incredible, to Buckingham Palace, but actually finding the Queen going into her bedroom, sitting on the edge of her bed, and then having a chat with her. I can't believe I've never heard Did this story Did you report on this, Patsy? Yeah, uh, I think I was still at school, but I do remember very clearly it happening. I remember my mum talking about this it. This is an unbelievable story. Yeah, I, I Jack's, mean, Jack's jar dug up an actual original article about it. Just, Remind people, and some people might not even know this bizarre footnote, in Buckingham Palace and the Queen's history. This guy, Michael Fagan, who didn't want to do any harm to the Queen, just no. loved the Queen, broke into Buckingham Palace. His intention was he just wanted to meet her and have a chat with her. Just have a chat. He'd already first broken into Buckingham Palace one time before he met the Queen and just walked around in the roof and like, oh, this is cool. You can get in the, the Buckingham Palace. He got sh- shimmying up a drain pipe. Yeah. Something out of again, the film. Uh, again, <laughs> like Pink Panther. <laughs> Anyway, so then he goes, I love that. I'm going to come back a second time and this time find the Queen. So on... Did he have a bag of booze with him, like a couple of tinnies? I know that he had alcohol in there. And I think he I think he opened a bottle of wine in one of the rooms he found in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Fell asleep, right? <laughs> Fell asleep and then woke back and went, oh, God, I'm dozing on the job. i got to go and find the Queen. So he did. He walked into the Queen's room with a bottle of wine he stole from somewhere else in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Which is amazing, because wouldn't you just assume she's got security everywhere? Oh, they do now. It changed everything. Yes. A lot of people got fired. I think everyone who's supposed to be guarding oh. it. Oh, oh, you have one job. Don't let anyone on her bed. <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah. We shouldn't even have I to mean, say it. I mean, even I have a quick look around the house at night. To have a quick, I'm, not, I'm not in Buckingham Palace. We all do that thing at night yeah. where we just make sure the doors yeah. are locked. Just, right. just give it an old check. Do that at the palace. Yeah, Come but it's on. a lot of... Have you seen the size of it? It's a lot of doors. Yeah, you can true. understand why someone like us would go... 
Oh, oh, you're not going to do upstairs. <laughs> I did it the other, the other day. They're all locked still. They must be locked. Like, so amazing that he even knows how to get there because if you're walking through a palace with hundreds and hundreds of rooms, how do you know no, he how to wandered, find the No, he wandered around for quite a while is before he made it to a primary. Where is everybody? Not just there. This is one of my favourite bits, right? Obviously, right, even if you've never seen it with your own eyes, Buckingham Palace, right, you've seen it on the news. It's probably one of the most familiar buildings in the world, right? You can imagine like that. If you've ever been to London, there are a lot of pigeons there everywhere. Around the top of it and up those drain pipes, there's pigeon poop everywhere. Yep. Some got on Michael Fagan. And as he's wandering around, he saw something. Like, well, if I, if I do get to meet the Queen, I can't be having pigeon poop on me. <laughs> that would be he, disrespectful. He wipes up on some <laughs> antique Louis XIV oh. curtain like oh. a velvet drape. More people are upset about the pigeon poop and getting that. You can't take it to dry cleaners. They're not dry clean, only those curtain trays. So he wipes pigeon crap on the curtains before he goes to see Queenie. This is amazing. So then he goes into the Queen's bedroom. She's asleep. He sits on the bed at 7am in the morning. She wakes up, bleary-eyed, I guess. And goes, Probably got some sort of royal silk eye mask. <laughs> Takes that off and goes, who's yeah. this guy drinking yeah. a bottle of wine at the end of the bed? The butler's a little bit. Is it dressed down Friday? So he just has a chat with her yeah. for a few minutes, and then she's able to alert the guards, mm. and they go, oh, sorry, we, we missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, be- between a changeover of guards uh, in front of her bedroom door... There was a, a period of time when there was no one standing there and wow. he was able to get in. How's this? How he, come anyone didn't spot that? <laughs> That's the time they're going to attack, isn't it? When there's no one there during that changeover. The changeover is when you go, I'll stay. End of changeover. There's so many questions. Like, yeah. how does anyone first just get in the gates? They've got people there. How do they they're then huge. get up the drain pipe? How do they get in the house? And yeah. then how do they get all the way through the halls to the Queen's room? <laughs> this is amazing. Because they didn't have any law against going into the Queen's bedroom, the only thing he was charged for was stealing the bottle of wine from somewhere in Buckingham Palace. I think he still did prison time as well. Well, he then he went on to do other petty crimes and he did prison time for other criminal offences. Tell you what, though, you are the king of that prison, aren't you? <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Dude you, what was she like? What was she like? She's actually really nice She's in real life. She's a lovely person. And that, that, let me just talk about that bedroom. <laughs> and the I, curtains. She, in real life, though, really short. She's a lot smaller really than Really short. <laughs> a lot smaller than Swears a lot, too. Especially if you're confronted with her when you went, sat on the edge of her bed. That, what year was that? The Nine, 1982. Awesome. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast. Today's letter is letter P. Christian O'Connell's P of the 80s. The letter P. What is the 80s for you and the letter P? Yesterday then, uh, for Jackie Boy's homework. Each week when we do our A to Z, obviously Jack is a child of the 90s. I give him a movie or a TV show from the 80s and he has to watch it and report back for his millennial take on it. Today, sadly, I don't think he cared for the great powerhouse seven. They spawned seven police academy movies. I messaged you panicked yesterday when I suddenly realized, oh, wait, wait, wait. Because I went back a couple of years ago and watched the first four. Yep. And the first one is not a great movie. Whereas the third and then the second, if you have to rank them, it's three back in training to their first assignment you go that way the first one is not a great overall watch but it was too late I already started fired up Police Academy (laughs) number one and true I can't believe from Police Academy one they thought there's seven movies in this how (laughs) dare you it wasn't really a movie it was a series of sketches Sketches. that took place at a police academy yeah I think what they tried to do was what Airplane did really well. And later on, mm. the third one, the second one, they, they, they obviously got in somebody that said, mm. hey, 
needs to have a little bit of structure. Yeah. Movies traditionally have some kind of narrative, <laughs> even in a flimsy comedy <laughs> like this, whereas they made no effort this was to just, bring it all together. This was just writers going, here's a bunch of characters who would be funny to be in a police academy, and we'll give them each a funny bit, and then at the end, there's a big heist. But really, by that stage, it's such it's an aimless It's how I build a breakfast show every day, basically. <laughs> we don't need to worry about the overall structure. Now... Tell me this. I bet you watched it at the time as a kid and I you look that. up to Steven Gutenberg and he he's a good-looking guy, but he just... I know we're meant to love him as, like, the slacker and the rebel. I just found him a nuisance. Everywhere he went, he was <laughs> causing nuisance. trouble. A nuisance? Who says that? A head teacher? He was, a nuisance? He was just causing unnecessary trouble, and then... Of course he was. That's why the, you, you were him. You were a teenager. You were causing trouble. He represented us in it. I he thought was he, in the system. I thought he stepped over the line. And then, oh, not only that... Wow, rule maker. He finally got kicked out. He So he wants to be kicked out of the police academy. He's trying you know to get what? kicked he out. He doesn't know what he wants. Yeah, well, that's true because it's a nameless mess but he <laughs> he wants to get kicked out he gets kicked out and then the riot happens at the end and they need everybody hands on deck they need him back he, he puts he on get the, Mahoney back they need him back he puts on the uniform yes, he's already he kicked out no because he's learnt the lesson he wasn't a team player it was all about Mahoney then he realises he's got to serve something more than him he's back for the rights he's learnt his lesson he's been on his hero's journey the the riot scene was a complete mess. I'll I'll give it the final oh, scene with God. the with the uh, the hostage was all right, but there's a lot of filler in Police Academy. You're These, not talking about the best bits in it. No, the, let me do one for you now. <laughs> what is wait? Is Michael Winslow in the studio with him? No, it's still me, listeners. Him. That was the funniest bit in it. Michael Winslow is the standout. He's the star. That I mean, that is a great unique character that you've never I seen in a movie. My now, is he in all seven? No, he's is not he in all seven. Because that, t- that character would The only up. person who didn't tap out was Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to say no, but he, they got confused with all the various voices he was doing at the time. But yeah, there's, there's so many other little bits as well. The man with the funny voices. And what about when they changed the uh, the, uh, the superintendent, whatever he's called, his shampoo for, uh, for, <laughs> yes. for various other things? That was brilliant. That must have been number two or three because we didn't get oh, that in number one. I told you to start three, then go <laughs> two. Sound like it gets much uh, better than it, what was in number one. I watermarked comedy in <laughs> the eighties. All I can give it is a couple of smiles. All right, marks out of ten. This is get down to it. Police Academy one. A couple of smiles only. Three out of ten. All right. Will you you promise me one thing? It's got to get better. There would have to be when a huge we, leap between one and two. When we have our Christmas break at the end of the year, mm. right, and we have a nice couple of weeks off, can you please give me an hour and a half of your time and watch the third one back on assignment? Okay, I'll try. Please. It. Please, it would have to come a long way from number one. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast.